Hello, hello. It is I, DJ Them Jeans from the Festival Circuit of North America. What's up, Chris? How are you? Oh, I'm just looking at uh, Haley Bieber's Instagram. Um, Who's uh, Haley Bieber? It's her. Va- well, I, I prefer to call her Baldwin just because I like to have some Justin erasure. Um, but mm-hmm. she's here sitting in a bikini and his legs are like beside her. So it's like a it's like a POV type beat. Uh, it's a J-O POV. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine yourself in that position, which is smart of her, I think, from like a uh, engagement perspective. That's a, it's a move that was stolen from Courtney uh, Kardashian and the drummer of Blink-182. They did a similar... He did a more sultry post where it was just kind of ass, like bikini ass on the lap kind of vibe. Oh, Do you see that pic? Yeah, I mean... I did you see his little diet thing? What he eats? No, no, no. Oh, no. he did like a what I eat thing, and it's vegan and it's twisted. Well, that's that's a lot coming from you. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't. He's just, I guess it's what you expect versus what you don't expect from Big Travis. You know what I mean? But him and Courtney, him smashing those Kardashian cakes of smithereens is is probably, I mean, his relevant. He's never been more relevant. I would say between Machine Gun Kelly and Courtney Kardashian. Like my man is a household name. I don't well get familiar. He in his heyday though, because he's not hot anymore though. That's kind of the main. Yeah, but difference. the heyday there was these other dudes. You know what I mean? He had to share it with flat earthers and UFO chasers, <laughs> and that, with hits. <laughs> now it's just him and a Kardashian with a fat ass. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but everyone always thought that Travis was the. He was the most. I guess he maybe he wasn't the cutest, but he was the most bad boy. Yeah, bro. He he has a because he, he was tatted up. He has a why. dag nasty chest tat, and he lit. He like he should be dead like twice. Mm-hmm. My man has lived through a lot. And yeah. The, shout out to Barker Wellness uh, for all your. <laughs> okay. CBD well, needs. what is his what is his <laughs> twisted vegan diet? You got to watch the video. He I just goes to Crossroads every day. No, I mean your hatred for Crossroads. I knew it was going to come up on this podcast. Fuck Crossroads, dumbass <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> fuck Impossible, fuck Crossroads. I mean, dead ass, fuck Impossible. That little, that little engineered burger. Mm-hmm. We don't like that. So, so he just has a fucked up diet. That's, that's yeah, all. it's you not that crazy. But pe- What's going on? It's not that crazy, but people are going nuts over it. I only watched a few minutes of it. He, the other members of Blink are not doing so good. Didn't the other one he of got them cancer? Dog. One, he got cancer. Prayers up. Prayers up. Of course, that's fucked up. It is fucked up. I mean, legends in the game like Pee Wee Kirkland. I mean, truly, <laughs> truly, truly. Damn it. I mean, bro, that you're. I mean, Blink One Eight Two kind of is the blueprint. I mean, they really, they really are. They're probably the biggest. They're probably the. Do you think they're the best selling like pop punk band of all time, or do you think they've been usurped by like Fall Out Boy and Pink? We're not counting Green Day in this, then, because no, fuck Green Day. Yeah, I mean, sure. If I see Billy Joel duff his ass out in front of Gilman Street, it ain't nothing I for me. I didn't know it was personal with Green Day. Fuck, and his, fuck his little son in that other band. <laughs> oh, okay. You know his son is in, you know his son is in, um, what's the label that got canceled from Orange County? The tape label? Uh, Burger. His his son was in a Burger Records Oh, that's band. right. Swimmers with no vowels. Oh, you oh, name your oh. band after sperm? That's crazy. Yeah, there is a, like, I, I saw that, Travis said he was considering maybe taking another flight again because he was traumatized from his plane accident yeah. where he almost died, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that has to be like uh, a Chris Kardashian thing. Like like coming up from the matriarch of the family and just like if this is going to work, 
Yeah. It's going to have to Like, be, sweetie, you know? Courtney doesn't take a boat, okay? <laughs> Courtney ain't taking a cargo ship to Paris. Well, I think maybe... I mean, I Courtney think, doesn't take a boat. I think maybe... Not for transport. I mean, the thing least. is that I would say the problem is the, the fear... I would say flying commercial is, is safer than flying private. Of course it is. But flying One million private is cool, and flying commercial sucks. Yeah, driving without a seatbelt is cool, too, but it's not a safe. I don't know. I try to do it all the time, but the thing keeps beeping. <laughs> uh, are you are you anti-seatbelt? No, 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 You just no. don't. It's, no. it's, a, it's an inconvenience It's just you. not swaggy. You know what I mean? It kind of wrinkles the Amiri silk. You know what I mean? When I'm wearing like a button-up. It's not swaggy. It's not swaggy. It's like having sex with a condom. It's I'm, just... I'm ready to die at any point, dude. If I, if I, flip, the, if I flip the X5 on the 101... So be it. Take me. You know what I mean? Take me. Take me. Cut cut the root off me and, and bury me <laughs> bury me at Forest Lawn next to my dogs. You know what I mean? That's how you know you made it when you can tell the EMT that it's that it's okay to cut the root off of you. You're like, sir, I know that this is a this is an heirloom piece. Are you I mean, I have to get it a signature or something like that. From- <laughs> I have, is somebody here next of Ken that can sign for this man so that we can cut his sweatpants off? That's a good idea. No, I'm not. But I did. I I told Alistair recently. I had a friend who who back in the day he bought a Dodge Magnum when those were like the hot cars. Do you remember that? It's like a, it's like a yeah Chrysler 300 with a booty on it. It like it's like a it's like it's long. It's an extendo with a booty on it. But he he hated the beeping so much that he like figured out how to turn it off because he was like a nerd. And he like figured out how to turn the, the seatbelt beeping. Yes, he figured out how to turn it off. Yeah, this, you could the, pay a guy. But this to do was that. in 2006 when it, like the technology wasn't as developed. Mm-hmm. Speaking of 2006, Jason, go on. Oh, really quick, by the way, we're just to let everyone know we're recording IRL in the same room together, so it's not going to have the same magic that we in this we in this we in the stew together. It's raw and uncut. I hear in Glendale we had a we had a guest. Unfotionally, a, a, a guest got stuck in the in the Cotswolds. And is unable to join us. Is that true? Yeah, actually, on so, set, on set in the countryside is what she told me. She said, "I'm so sorry. Can we reschedule?" Wow, wow, so wow. we've rescheduled. Well, we're going to reschedule. So, but it's. I mean, look, I'm happy to come out to Glendale. And so, yes, on on Sunday night, Jason um, Cartel, yeah, did a live stream. Yeah, yeah, they did the at BET the studio, Awards, right? Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, they were actually. It's weird. <laughs> they were Tower of the Creators backing band. You couldn't see them over the treadmill, but they were, they were there. <laughs> uh, so instead of watching the BET Awards, I did relive my heyday with a live stream recorded at the studio Tree Sound in Atlanta, where we made the record. Okay, and I gotta say, bro. What, how would how was this for you? They sounded good as hell. I was shocked. Like sounded incredible. His voice sounded amazing. The guitar sounded great. It sounded, they looked like shit, but it sounded great. <laughs> you were shocked because you didn't think that they would still have the sauce? Or no, just, I just it's think just that, always a gamble. No, it's always it. a gamble, but I think his voice actually sounds better that he's older and like matured, and maybe there's a little more gravel on it from you know smoking the occasional cig and just living life. Mm-hmm. You know? But I, I was super impressed, and I watched the whole thing. Um, unfortunately, there was a chat room, um, <laughs> and I did have to kind of let smoke fly to one participant. Did your name come up? Hell yeah. These losers put their little fake names. I put Chris Black, all caps. <laughs> no, this guy. So it was recorded live and then streamed. It wasn't like actually live, right, which right. is like pretty they, common. They, they filmed it like a month ago. And some guy was just like, well, if you, I mean, this isn't really a live stream. It's kind of crazy they build it as that. Well, and I just had to let him know. I said, fam, if you need the 15 back that bad, hit me with the Venmo. 
and, <laughs> and Uncle Chris will come through because you, you're fucking up my enjoyment right now. So you did you come in contact at all with Cartel? Did you let him know that you were tuning in? I hit my man Kevin. I hit the drummer Kevin and said, you guys sound great. Okay, that's sweet of you. Yeah, I hit him and let him sound great. And he said, new phone, who's this? Nah, nah, nah. he said... Thank you, King. I'm on. He was on a flight. He was catching flights, not feelings, on the okay. way back from San Diego. I didn't even ask him what the fuck you doing in San Diego. But I think maybe his chick is from there, or like or her parents live there, Look, or something. If you're from like an emo pop punk band, there's you 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 have a lot of business to take care of in San Diego. I'm well, they're playing. They are playing Chain Reaction Fest, Jason Chain Fest. Jesus. So we're going to go. We're going to do a remote broadcast from the car. Outside of chain, is that is that an anchor obligation that has to happen? <laughs> no, that's um, that's a Chris obligation that has to happen just for content purposes. Okay, I might pass on that one. I might ha- I might get stuck in the Coswalts. If that I keep one. if I keep if I keep going to Orange County without you, I'm afraid I'm gonna get shot. <laughs> Don't worry, you're not gonna. There, a lot good? of things will happen to you in Orange County. Okay. You definitely won't get shot. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, you're one of you're one of us. Also, you know right. I mean. Also, right. Speaking of one of us, right before I got here, I did read ten thousand words in Vanity Fair on uh, cursed Proud Boy founder Gavin McInnes. Um, in Vanity Fair of all, places. and it was a little. It's written by a guy who used to work there. It was. It's. It's not the best. It's not like that salacious, unfortunately, because no, it's like it kinda, stuff I kind of knew. Yeah. Um, but if you're interested in that story, it's a really deep dive into it. Um, and uh yeah there was a little i also read it it was there was a lot of um through lines between that and and uh dutch oven gate oh how can we forget about dutch oven gate well we'll get into that but like with the with the gavin stuff it it was sort of like the, all these stories are about the same kind of thing of like here's the story of how the founder yeah was like a monster the whole time and everyone was okay with it and now in 2021 the, yeah. the true colors are yeah. showing and everyone was like I mean oh, what in were his thinking? case in his case being like a freak racist is mm-hmm. different than like you're canceled cuz you're a mean boss <laughs> uh, but he also I mean it's just crazy to watch a guy like fumble the bag that hard like that motherfucker should be worth 100 million dollars or more and he literally he probably makes a little money from like a freak Alex James style YouTube show. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. I'm sorry, not Alex James from Blur. I'm sorry. I apologize <laughs> to all the Britpop heads listening. Or Alex James from Pleasures Streetwear Clothing Company. What's that? <laughs> There's so many different Alex James Joneses out there. But yeah, he. I'm sure he makes decent enough money from the alt right. Well, I think that's the thing. I think if you go full alt right, you can find an audience. Like I think that's the thing. If you're a guy oh, like yeah, him, yeah. you can find that. If you if you lean into it all the way, you can make a shitload of money. Just look at Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon is not right wing. He's sorry. Not, he's not not. He's he's just a truth teller, is what he says. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means, really. Uh yeah. So does Donald Trump. Good point from the desk <laughs> from the desk of Tim Dillon. Uh, no, but no, yeah, no, no. but he's a, but that's more of a bummer because Tim is actually talented. But that's a whole other podcast that I won't talk about. But yeah, the it was. The the Gavin thing, it is it's not really what yeah, it's nothing new that you didn't already it's just know. All it's these just stories like, this all- guy is like a maniac freak, like he was in punk bands. Yeah. That would he like- did drugs, he like likes to drink beer. The fucked up part for me is that he has a non white wife and non white children. That's the best twist of the whole thing. Yeah, but you know, is is I don't I don't think that he did that 
be, for any reason other than it would be good optics for him. No, no, no. They've been together forever. I think they've been together for for for. I mean, it's a long relationship. Like it's not sure, like sure, sure. no. I don't think I actually disagree with you. I think his I think his views got more extreme, and she's probably like, "What the fuck? This guy was supposed <laughs> to be rich, <laughs> and now he's a racist guy in Fred but Perry's is, that don't fit." There is a real subsect of of twisted people who believe that you know dating somebody outside of your race or like in that article itself it was it was talking uh, uh, interviewing people that knew him from back in the day that said like he identified as a feminist yeah purely for like optical reasons just because he thought it would like look good or he might need that card sounds, in his sounds back like pocket. A, sounds like a certain co-host on this podcast, and it's not me. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did talk to they talked to a friend of the show, Leslie Arfin. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gave some pretty good quotes about like just roasting him. Sure, I mean you kind of have to just abandon all connection with a character like that uh, nowadays. But before, but the, I mean the 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 real meat of the story like that is like. If this person has been like this the entire time, yeah, what's, what what's the yeah. difference? Uh, you know, if if he was like this twenty five years ago, then why was everyone rocking with him? Is it is that like just because everyone was looking the other way? It was a simpler time. No, it was I think a different it's, I think time. it's a combination of simpler time and also like it was it was shrouded in the guise of humor. It, that was like what it seemed like and it was like right, edgy right, and i think right, right. then edgy humor leaned a way that now it cannot lean um and i think at a certain i'm sure look i'm sure a lot of people just were like i don't know this is this guy pays me i don't fucking know. yeah there's that and then, but also with all all of those people you can kind of see the moment where it goes from like yeah. we're fun we're being wacky we're being like it's literally drug addiction. Exper- it's like, yeah. oh, they're fun, they're cool, and then it's like, oh, damn, this is not. But fun you, you or can cool. see the lever switch where it goes from like we're doing this because it's funny, and I want to buck the system, I want to be yeah. anarchy, and I want to stick it to the man, be a provocateur, and then just go straight into like this is like hate. Yeah, maybe you, the you maybe can just, the you can just feel the maybe spirit the clan change. rally themed photo shoot was maybe a sign. I don't I don't know. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> but, but I mean, back in the nineties, you know, if you're like a really, really, just like extreme type of person, where you would, you just want to say you want to piss yeah. off everyone, you want to shock everyone. That's not you know. I could see a world where you do that, and it's totally. Like a, oh yeah, me too. I mean, and, they did and it. when and you don't necessarily like the kkk you don't support it you think it's but you think it's inflammatory so you do it yeah yeah i mean like like all these metal bands who have lyrics about like you know raping people and and sodomizing uh the pope and all this stuff like no nobody actually wants to kill and and sodomize people i mean they might perhaps but they're they won't do it swedish or i mean what are we talking about Oh yeah, you got to look out for those guys. I'm not, I don't trust any guy that spends that much time in the forest. You know <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I spend that much time outdoors and and not have a tan. I don't trust. Oh you. no, no, no! You're definitely a killer. You're definitely not going to get picked up by Laird. That's for shit. Uh, no, sure. absolutely not. But I think that I just think that story in general. I think the Vice thing is just been. I was interested, of course, because like obviously I have some pretty deep connections there, and like I spent my time in that world. But I also think it's just like these stories that keep coming out are just. There's nothing. It's like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we all knew all of this stuff. Whether it's about Shane being rich, whether it's about Gavin being racist, whether it's about Sarush being like the smart one that got sober. It's like mm-hmm. there's just nothing new. But mm-hmm. I guess it's still salacious enough because like it's failed so spectacularly that it'll still get you know some ink somewhere. 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, it still gets a lot of ink a lot of places because most thing, you know, if uh, us as old gatekeepers, we already have known all of this stuff mm. for so long, mm. you know, the same way that that magazine does a story about new metal fashion. You know, there's enough people out there who are like learning about this for the first time the same way that we would read about things in Vice in totally, 20 yeah. years ago. And yeah. we we're like, wow, this is crazy. Like there's this metal band called Mayhem and they're like... The singer like shot the other guy, and then there's people from you know that are 20 years older than us that are like that band was fucking stupid and gay, you know, or like, or when you listen to an interview with John Waters and he's talking about like, yeah, like Andy Warhol is a fucking clown. Like we made fun of him every day. He was like the <laughs> cheesiest guy. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's just yeah. like interviewing Alexander McQueen. Like, what do you think about Virgil Abloh? You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, it's <laughs> he's like, like I'll shit on Virgil Abloh from the damn grave, bro. I don't. That's how. That's how much. No, but I mean, I think. But that, you know what I mean. Yeah, of course. No, of course. I think that the, um, I think that's a- absolutely true. But I, I think that the, it's more of a. I think because of the spectacular amount of money that was attached to it, and like Disney investing in it, mm-hmm. it continues to have legs in a place like Vanity Fair because Vanity Fair loves to see, you know, competition die. You know, not that it's, <laughs> you know, not this competition, but it is in some ways. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're all trying to get, but but it's crazy that Vice has gone from like something so in the late 90s to early 2000s there was nothing cooler i would be embarrassed to tweet a vice link at this point i can't even <laughs> i can't even associate i know it's kind of it, it is definitely sullied and it sucks because they've always had good people working there and they always did interesting stuff it was it was over overclouded and overshadowed by you know like like the that meme of like how do we write a vice story and it's just yeah. a guy throwing a dart yeah. at a wall that says like trans people that's uh, ID. Mask- ID is the best. Let's talk to a Nigerian trans uh, creator who mm. photographed their dead parents. Right, it's right, like right. Wh- what, guys? Yeah, and when Vi- Vice first came out, the first ID the first- is owned by Vice. Just wanted to add, just FYI. Sure, not okay. to not to play Galaxy Brain with you, Jason. <laughs> Damn, bro. So cr- it really is out- all Vice. It's crazy out here, dog. And who owns Vice? Damn. Walt Disney, bro. Damn. Walt Disney's uh, preserved head at the Forest Lawn Cemetery. He's controlling all of this, bro. Forest Lawn is it all comes back to Forest Lawn, but yeah, I think we should move on to Oh, the better story about the cursed fake Le Crusade, the Dutch oven divas over <laughs> over, over at Great Jones. And Great Jones, I always call it Mother Jones. Well, that's that's funny because you don't know what Mother Jones is, probably. Mother Jones is a news outlet a for mag- the left. Yeah, which you definitely don't read because you're more of an Alex James guy, if you know what I'm saying. Alex Jones? <laughs> wow, Chris. I, I mean, it's a bummer that I'm, this is an episode that I'm not editing because <laughs> you, there's a lot of spills to be cleaned up on your part. But hey. No, you got to give it a quick once over. This is a, You got to towel well, it we're, off. We're both in the same room, so your loud, booming voice is coming through on my microphone and vice versa. You better versa. figure it out, Chief. I don't care what you got to do. But yeah, the, the Dutch oven. Tennis divas, is canceled. The, the Dutch oven divas. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> sounds like a fucking Bang Bros Volume Twelve. <laughs> I mean, I don't know much about it except I mean, I read this defector thing that like kind of summarized the Business Insider story. It was like 
what if we <laughs> what if we took Le Creuset and made it worse and cheaper? <laughs> Which is the but I mean but I mean that's also a, a very viable business that's every option. Business. Yeah, no, no. I think they were. I mean, I'm sure they were doing very well. Like I don't like when people. I don't know about that. I don't appreciate. I don't think it's necessary to like rip them for being rich. Like, why is that? Yeah. Like, I don't think the product needs to exist, but it doesn't. Them being rich is that's just bullying at a certain point. It's like, who cares? Yeah. Like, it's more it's, funny it's, to it's, pick uh, on them for being like egomaniacs and monsters than it is for being rich. That's boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being rich, it's it's a handicap that nobody has any control over. And I would love to have it. Chop my leg off. <laughs> Isn't it weird that being rich is sort of a handicap nowadays? It really is. Bro. Thank God I'm not rich. So, did you ever use a Great Jones pot for one of your? hell no i'm a grown-ass man i only use equal parts cookware because they gave it to me for free (laughs) (laughs) uh but i mean i don't i don't know but yeah i mean there's there was a real market for that kind of stuff like make it look cool make it look cute make it look uh instagrammable and a little bit cheaper than lake crusade like there is definitely a market for it that's what's so crazy to me is that like if you're a 24 year old girl with two roommates in Bedsty, <laughs> yeah. and you love to cook, and you love like you know you went to the wing or whatever, mm. you know that Le Creuset is the real shit, right? Like you know that they might know that they might not. Yeah, just, but, but yeah, but it's you, not you gotta that know much it. cheaper. It's not that much cheaper. It's not. No, no, no. Mother Jones is not cheap. See, so, so what I'm saying is, there's people that are that truly are buying into this because they love it. Like it's truly like I yeah. like the font. Yeah, so then, I'm going to buy this instead of the one that's the real one that's been around for 100 years. Look, there's there's people that buy Scion cars because they love it, and they know that it's just a cheap Toyota. Sure. Know? That's just how it is. The best sure. Toyota. Sure, sure, sure. Except Toyota's canceled now. Uh, I didn't realize that, but thank you for the update. I just learned that recently. Oh, okay. Not well. because of the all-new Tundra's payload, but I think they donated money to a bunch of like Trump supporting Oh, well, shocker. Like yeah, I'm sure your favorite car company. Yeah, most of the best cars are German. You guys ever thought about that? <laughs> um No, but I I was it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun to read it, but it's the same kind of thing with that story. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, two f- people were friends and they were mean to each other and they're rich and they made something people don't need and all, and now that's going to go bye-bye. <laughs> Like, it's not even that juicy, I'm saying. I mean, the thing no, about her bringing her dog in the office after somebody said they were deathly allergic to dogs <laughs> is fire, but also I guarantee you she just, like, forgot. Like, she's not right, some, right, Like, right. there's no... Like, they they framed that like she was doing that just to buck the system and fuck HR. It's like, guys, yeah. she definitely was on a walk and hit cha-cha matcha and forgot <laughs> she had the doggo with her and just popped into the office to send a few emails. And I'm sure the person who was sneezing was doing a lot of performative there was some dramatic there's some dramatic breathing absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah 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 there there is not really much and you know to sink your teeth into but this is the you know this is the stuff that we want to see we want to see rich white women who have tried to do a thing be taken down because um you know why is that They Uh, they don't deserve a chance no, rich rich people people don't want to see rich people fail, especially when it's a complete vanity project. Yeah, you know, to, and to be fair, this is a complete vanity project. Like again, it ain't changing the world. You're not filling a white space. You're not changing the world. It's literally like we want to do this because I worked at Bon Appetit and have a following, and this other chick got paper. So let's just do this. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, the, I was saying in the group chat earlier that my biggest takeaway from it is that it is just not worth it to have 
employees or a team anymore, no matter what your business is. And I don't know if, I mean. Unfortunately, Jason, for some businesses, that's not an option. For example, it's maybe Amazon, like a great business with like a lot of the employees love working there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that brings me to my point is the, my, my conspirator, conspiratory oh, brain TJ, tj's on that youtube algo yet again duh, you know is that the narrative that is trying to be created you know first covid comes wipes out so much small business mm-hmm. amazon all these huge companies their profits go through the roof you know zoom has 30x their their business you know all these companies mm-hmm. i'm glad i got on the ground floor of zoom they're doing yeah yeah, yeah smart move and then you know half of small businesses shut down every restaurant i know and love shut down all the sure. shit well you know these these businesses that are hard to run that depend on a workforce a team of people that trust each other to build something on their own you know how is are they creating a narrative to make us not think that it is worth it to start a small business and have a team oh, and do well, things Jason, on Jason, I own. knew before any COVID that it's <laughs> not – small businesses are hard to do. That's not – Of course it's hard to do, but are they making it to the point where you won't even consider trying it, not because the, the chances of success are low or the profit margins are tough at that smaller scale, but is it just like I don't even want to hire my friend to work at my – like craft beer company because well at a certain point i will like say maybe the they don't have the nose for the hops and the <laughs> are you saying it's something different your whole business could crumble uh, you know because you brought your dog in which you know i don't know if that's good or bad or that's extreme well, in, in, in how long gone industries if you bring a dog to work you are sent home <laughs> um unless that dog is hypoallergenic uh, I mean, I don't, I, I don't. That's not something that I believe in, but it's at least interesting to talk about for a few minutes. No, uh, no, I know. think that I think that owning a small business—they're making everybody want to just go work at is, Amazon. Having a team is a nightmare. I've never. I mean, it's you ha- like everyone I've talked to that has been successful and had to hire a bunch of people and do that whole thing is basically like, oh, that's the worst part of it. I have to manage people now. I don't get to do whatever the whatever I used to do that made this thing pop off. Yeah. I do not get to do anymore because I'm worried about some fucking millennial complaining that the person next to her said something mean. Yeah. yeah and it's a thing that's been going on. It's getting been getting better and better and worse and worse since whatever, like the Mad Men days where it's just like, oh, you showed up, you know, to work late or like you fuck something up, like pack your desk, you're fired. And they're like, I understand that I fucked up. I'm fired. I'm leaving. And that's the end of it. And that, you know, some in, in the wrong hands that could be considered unfair and well jason everything's considered unfair i don't know if you've noticed so well nowadays everything is considered unfair and it's as things have been getting better and better and you can't just get fired for the color of your skin or your sexuality or because you did a one one bad thing and you're a good person that part is good but then the bad part is it is so hard you can't fire people to fire somebody even if they're terrible even my brother like you know, 10 years ago, whatever, working, man, you know, managing restaurants, running teams of just like, well, uh, I have an employee that we hired. He fucking sucks and I can't fire him. I have to like, if he fucks something up, I have to write a written complaint yeah, and crazy. they have to sign it and then you have to send it to the owners and then that gets filed and then they have to do that two more times and then you have to present your entire case of your file just so they don't like sue you. Yeah, no, there's no, it's 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 pointless for any. If you can avoid it, avoid it. I mean, obviously restaurants can't, and that's mm-hmm. you know that's the issue. Yeah, they can't. I mean, which is another thing of like 
you know, restaurants are, are already have that mindset and then COVID comes and they're like, I'm never hiring another snotty, annoying, you know, hungover server, waiter, waitress, bartender, all these people who suck ass. I'm not, I'm just going to be a ghost kitchen. I'm just going to hire yeah. five, you know, immigrant people in the kitchen. They're going to work their ass off. I'm going to pay them well. They're they're going to show up on time. They're going to do their job, and I'm not going to deal with these entitled, fucking shitty, 22 year olds who are trying to be actors or Instagram models. Ugh. I'm just not even going to deal with it. I mean, and why would you? No, why would you? I mean, people are insane. People are awful. It's it's truly a cursed society out there. <laughs> and, and which is why, to tie it all up in a bow, I'm so grateful to have uh, a business like this that I can truly do just everything well i'm i'm grateful to have one employee that's very loyal and and you know i treat him as my don't equal. call don't call alex an employee. I, I try to, i treat i treat you like my equal because that's a management style i learned in a book and and it seems to be working what's that book called chris it, it was written by steve carell <laughs> <laughs> okay R- rich boss poor boss rich boss poor boss that's a new tv show too we're working on here at, at how long gone Industries. yeah i mean and, and and also, I guess because of that, it makes so much more sense to just have everyone be freelance and have everybody be a contract worker. Like if I ever needed to hire somebody to do something, you know, we hire some people to do other, you know, graphic design or whatever it might be, PR, things like that. Like it's so much better to be like, hey, do this one job for me. I'll pay you this much money. It'll take and and this much done. time yeah, and we're done. We're done. But as soon as you hire them on to as an employee, no. it's just such. Got to give a them. Fucking, in, you got to give them insurance. You know what I'm saying? You got to get Uncle Sam involved. And they're looking to. They're looking for you to fuck up. They want to catch you lacking, so That's they right. can so they can get more money out of you. It's it's true. It's crazy. But I mean, I will never be caught lacking. I don't know about all that. I mean, <laughs> I think that you're caught lacking fairly often. Um, but Mm-mm. I mean, maybe not today necessarily. But I'm sure. I lack in lacking. Uh, uh yeah, me never lacking. Did you, for listeners at home, Chris just put his microphone down. That's why you heard that sound. Chris can't hear it, but every time he moves the microphone, gets a nice crunchy sound that I have to edit out. Sorry, but, I'm creating vibes. I can't. I'm a gesticulator. I can't use a mic stand like a cuck. I have to have my arms free to. Yeah, it's and it and that sounds really good to the listener at home. You think I give a fuck about the what the listeners hearing? No, I don't. And all of our <laughs> listeners know that as well. No, no, no. I care about They know that I care. And that's Sound quality like is a construct, though, in my mind. I don't think... Like, I've been listening to some lossless audio on Apple Music, and it's like, this shit sounds worse, I think? Well, I mean, well, you're you're going from lossless spatial audio version of Mr. Brightside to <laughs> yes. the Red Scare... Which is recorded on an iPhone 2 and then uploaded. <laughs> yeah. I'm only listening to the highest quality podcast and music. And thank you for pointing out both of my, my yin mm-hmm. and yang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because get you a man who can listen to Killers and Red Scare. Chris has both. <laughs> I might be the only one on earth. That is not true, Chris. <laughs> there is a big crossover there. Yeah, I um, yeah, I mean, sound quality is important. I've never listened to any spatial. I mean, lossless audio you know that's also a construct you know because our brains are just we're just used to it the same. Just, i just like I when the when the when the 4k high def tvs came stupid, out and you're stupid. like this hold looks, that it looks too good hold that l it looks like it's it, it's like slow it looks like a like a 
a community college live theater production. Yeah, yeah, I really Otello. don't like it. I really don't like what's it. What's the uh, what's that phrase uncanny valley? That's where like the CGI graphics yes. look so real that it yeah. becomes fake and it's like, too much. Like it, it feels like it feels like when I had when I tried the um what's the what's the Oculus. Oculus. When I right. when I rode a roller coaster on Oculus at Emil's house. <laughs> right, right, right. It's pretty sick. Yeah, that I I'm fascinated by that stuff because it's like it's Did you see Chanel sent Oculus to their Chanel girls like to like no, it's a Chanel branded Oculus. That's that cool. is A plus stuff. Even though it's definitely gonna go in a closet after one photo because <laughs> it's absolutely pointless technology that no one needs. I don't know, man. I know I, I know a lot of hot supermodels who spend all day in the VR world. <laughs> oh wow, interesting. Interacting with their furry communities, doing their different dances That's and cool. killing people. That's cool. I didn't I didn't know that was around, but I'm glad Sword that they're play. finding I'm glad that they can find time to kind of, you know, be creative and feel at home even when they're not working. That's right. Um well all speaking of podcasts, there's a lot of podcasts that are being bought right now. Uh, <clears throat> look, as the business mind behind I think we're this up show. Next. I, if I'm not up next, I'll go. I'll find Jason Bateman in the valley and fucking slash his tires. <laughs> Jason Bateman don't need sixty million. These nerds don't need sixty million. The guy who, from Will and Grace, he couldn't hurt. Who? So who is it? Guy from Will and Grace, Jason Bateman, and 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 Will Arnett. Come on, Will Arnett. He's the only cool one out of that group. I like Bateman a lot, actually. Bateman is an amazing actor. Don't need to hear him no, he's bullshitting with the bros. No, he's too much of like a dad. Will Arnett. He's all grizzled. Probably got a drinking problem. Well, has got a drinking six. problem. He's divorced. You know, he's got he's one of those guys that's always like real tan in an unhealthy way. I love it. Yeah, he's smoking cigs for sure. Yeah, yeah. But so, what's the podcast called? Smartless. Uh, it's it's it became it was like a quarantine project, whatever. Where huh, th- sounds something sounds similar <laughs> to another podcast that's arguably better. Ours is definitely better. We're not the only podcast that started during quarantine. That is that is true, though, Chris. I have noticed that. Well, unfortunately, you know, we're we're not. We don't have these celebrity names to kind of. Push I mean, that's us. that really is the only difference. That because really- all the podcasts getting signed, it's either call her daddy, which is already huge, or it's like celebrity shit. Yes. So the, yeah, you got you got Joe Rogan for one hundred million. You got he got more too. I think on the Lolo. Problem. I mean, it's it's not like I mean he he it's makes he makes a million dollars a week off of his podcast probably you know on top of getting a hundred million dollar buyout, um, but yeah, just between YouTube and and all that shit, he's making a fuckload of money. But he was he got a hundred million on paper. Call her daddy got sixty, and then this one got or Smartless got sixty as well or something like that. I think Smartless got sixty, and it's like. I mean, those guys probably just... And that's just to have your podcast be unchanged. Everything is the same, except instead of being on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon, you're only on Spotify or you're only on Amazon. Yeah, you basically limit your listenership Yeah, it's for like money. The Sopranos is only going to be on HBO, not on Netflix as well. That's all it is. And that's a lot of fucking money. And I was talking about this with, with Carolyn. Like, if... If the call her daddy, like the call her daddy girl, which is a show where it's just like a barstool chick who talks about like different jeans that guys should wear and like how to suck a dick and like how to look, like, we can do that. We actually we talk about both of those things. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's the show has evolved and changed, but when I when it first came on the scene, it was like the number one podcast on the charts. I listened to it a few times, and it was just you know some hot party sluts talking about like where they went in the meatpacking district and like 
how to like fuck a football player or something like that. I mean, that. it does sound good, I have to say. I've never listened to it, but when you tell me what it is, it, it my interest is peaked. It was the only like sexually open and free show on the podcast. Simultaneously, the only podcast that had like hot people on it. Like fuck people that you wanted to fuck. Yeah, if you not, were a certain type it's of not, person. Yeah, it's not like dorky fucking podcast. I mean, you know, there's a lot of women out there who probably wouldn't mind shacking up with Mark Marin or something like that. But you know, nobody's looking play at Joe another, Rogan. Play me another blues riff, Mark. <laughs> What's your cat's name again, Mark? <laughs> Do you think Mark is blowing backs out over down the street? Oh, Mark is Mark is right around the corner, and he is. You see a, you see a different Prius leaving every morning. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i mean you know he's he's not a, he's a handsome enough guy he's got a lot of money now and he's mark, mark he's sexy might, mark might be a low-key stick man especially now that he's been on tv enough look he was a cocaine addict for decades living in new york of course he's a stick man he's probably slept with so many women mark Marin, come on how long gone and confirm that you are indeed a stick man yeah lock the gates drop the <laughs> pants Lock the gates. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, and uh, nobody wants to fuck Joe Rogan at all. That's not true. I bet there's some. What, I wonder what the Rogan female fans call themselves. You think they have like a name, like Arenators? <laughs> I don't think there's enough people to have have a name. I guarantee you, there's some freaks out there that want him to stick his little kettlebell. There are. <laughs> kettlebell end there's a lot of women out there who love a bald guy but you know that skywriting sign that said joe rogan is five four like i don't think that's false info i think that's like a an actual fact like he is a, yeah a short he's a gnome like but it's the man. same thing he's rich as fuck like and he's he's got alpha energy yeah but well the caller the call her daddy girl is the same way they you know they they're actually they did a, sh- a sh- show that's popular but people actually want to hear what they have to say because they're hot and attractive and have been able to have sex with people. And then the Will Arnett smart list show, it's simply just, you know, yes, they're good, talented speakers, entertainers, but they can their Rolodex allows it's them just to do whatever to they me, want. It's interesting to me because the the to me the theory of podcasting, or at least why I like it to do it and to well at one point listen to it, is that it's like literally the opposite of acting. Whereas I think when you get guys mm. like that I think they're acting a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not just hanging out with the broskies. Like, they're literally performing a podcast host character. It's more It's more of like a live improv session at the Groundlings. Of like, which all is, right, what's our subject today? What are we talking literally about? literally my nightmare. Um, <laughs> I know. Unless Drew Carey's there. Shout out to Drew. But the same way that celebrities, you know, the same way that Polly D makes five million dollars yeah. i mean scarlett johansson announced scarlett johansson announced her beauty brand you know it's like they're just ta- they'll just they, there's nothing is safe there's no room for us regular folks out here to get our bread without I've, the celebs i've talked about it before but my two industries have been overtaken by celebrities which is not a good sign well, to be fair paris hilton is a better dj than you <laughs> but djing and i mean it's it's what they're they're both industries that literally even, anyone even can food do. even food and even food that's right I guess I should become an academic. Who do you think's taller, Rachel Ray or Joe Rogan? Oh, fuck. They're, I mean, I bet you 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 put them head to head, tail the tape. Height, weight, and reach are the exact same. 
So you're saying Joe Rogan looks like Rachel Ray without her wig. Dead ass. So all right, we're saying fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck Mayweather, Paul. We want Ray and Rogan. Rogan and Ray. Fauci can be the officiant. <laughs> yeah, I mean Rachel Ray. She looks like the type of chick that could take a punch. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hundred. Oh, Rachel. Rachel Ray is about her business. Rachel Ray got money. She put the headgear on. She's going eight rounds, no problem. She's going eight rounds. Look, F- Floyd said he took $100 million for a fake fight. I think Rachel Ray could get at least 20 for a fake fight. I don't know what Ray's up to. She's she still have her talk show on daytime I'm, I'm TV? I'm sure she's killing, bro. I'm sure she's killing. Looking like a mini fridge, making money. <laughs> Girl, you look like a fr- not Not a fridge. A mini fridge. Look like a dorm fridge. I was listening to to Marin yesterday because he had Tarantino on. Oh God! Not you're not a Tarantino fan. I just it's it's all any of that film dork shit. I'm like I don't want to hear Tarantino talk. I don't think he's got anything new to say. Yeah, that, that, I think he's a genius, but like I don't think he's got anything new to say. He's he's got he's they're releasing a book, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood book, and it's like a '70s style. I fucking love that paperback movie. novel. I love that movie. Love that movie. It's a great movie. But they wrote a book that's sort of like the same story, but all the parts of it that they couldn't show in the film, like deeper backstories. See, this is things. my thing with stuff like this. Like, how long can we milk this? It's like every artist putting out the deluxe edition the week after the album comes out. It's like, you're giving me shit that you didn't want to put on the album because it ain't good enough as a freebie to get me to listen. It doesn't make sense. Maybe not that it's not good enough, but you have to... You, if you have a lot of story to no, tell, course, a lot course. of it, a lot the of good stuff was, ends up... The movie up, was three hours long, bro. How much more story can there be? I know, man. I mean, I, and what, what was that movie? The Irishman. That was three hours long. I bet you the original cut was seven, and he 100%. wanted it to be oh, seven hours seven. long. So Tarantino's got a little, a little pulp. I heard that it's amazing. The book. Yeah, I heard the book's amazing. From Mark Maron? No, multiple people have said it's really good. He's he's doing like a press tour. So, what is the book though? It's literally the same story. It's just once, and it looks like a seventies, like a novel, like an actual, like a pulp oh, novel. Okay, 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 like a paperback, like paperback okay. only, okay. no okay. hardcover. That's cool. Which is uh, that's what I like about Tarantino. He's just like he was just on Bill Maher as well talking about it. But the problem whenever he does press, it's just everyone sucking his dick of like. Man, remember on Reservoir Dogs? That was so awesome. That was when you guys shot that guy. Like, I, I want to hear. Uh, he's such a kooky freak. Like, I want to hear just his day to day. Do you think that you and Tarantino, and, and I apologize for saying this if it offends you, but you guys might be Eskimo brothers? Mm. <sighs> yeah, I think there's a small chance. I was probably 17, 18% chance that Tarantino have both had sex with the same person. Sure. Unfortunately, your career is not where his is, but you are a lot better looking. I'll t- <laughs> one out of two ain't bad. No, one out of two ain't bad. I'll so was it. he was he funny, compelling, engaging? Yeah, he's great. He's great. He's a pro. He's Marin, great. He's Marin, awesome. Marin, I just after I told you after that Seinfeld interview, I was like, Marin can't handle the big dogs. He he gets too. He, can't. he gets. He's like too enamored. He's yeah. Like if you're the cool <laughs> podcast host that can handle anyone and anything. Don't don't start every interview off with like, well, we got we got Quentin in today, and I gotta admit, I was freaked out. Yeah, you know, what yeah. do I say to the guy who said everything? Like, don't just just start talking. You invented this. Also, Tarantino, these guys are fucking pros. Like, these guys are not. Tarantino's been doing press for forty years. Like, he knows what's coming. He probably doesn't even know the. He definitely doesn't know who you are. <laughs> definitely <laughs> doesn't know who you are. <laughs> and he and and if he does, he's excited to talk to you because like, oh, finally, I get to do. You know, I don't have to do like a Conan interview where it's like you're doing some skits or something like that. Like, 
I can talk about you know some crazy yeah deep it can get, it can get deep so it was worth listening to. I think it's worth, he was better on Bill Maher, but it's yeah. I just want to I want to hear they, that's the whole point of podcasts like this of like we're going to sit in the room for an hour and a half with somebody and we don't have to do the same thing every time. We can just go and see where it goes. Yeah, an actual improvisational conversation, and if you are a master at doing it. Then just do it. If if it if it ends up being a conversation about baseball or what you ate for breakfast that day, like that, that's all. Also, a guy fine. like a, a, the bigger the star, the more interesting that road is to figure out. Because it's like I know I can go find out everything about Seinfeld or Tarantino on the internet, no problem. Mm-hmm. So it's like let's. I mean, you know, let's let's try to find the minutia to discuss versus like. Yeah, like Reservoir Dogs. We don't again. need no menu. Yeah, we don't need like. So you you're into like spaghetti westerns. Like, how did you <laughs> so get Kill into Bill, that? Right. Like Uma was wearing like a yellow suit. It was so sick. <laughs> but but speaking of movies, are you gonna are you like itching to go back into the theaters now, or were you you were never a theater guy? I would right? only see movies in the theater. I don't watch movies at home. I hate it. Oh. I don't. I don't like. I, I can't pay right, attention. Right. I don't love it. No, I want to see Zola. I do want to go see Zola. I think it's in theater. I think it comes out like this week. We can go see Zola at the AMC Burbank. Just a skip down the road. See, that sounds cool. That sounds like some industry shit. You know what I'm saying? We're hitting the Burbank AMC. I used to do that way back in the day uh, with Andre. We would always do, like, when a movie came out, we would go to, like, the 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. When yeah. I was keeping DJ's hours. And just be, like, it's it's you and three people yeah. who came down from the Warner lot. Like, we just want to see this blah, blah, blah movie. Go get a nice lunch. You that was know? great. Yeah, I want to see I want to see Zola, but that's it. I don't know what else. I mean, no, let's go see Zola in the theater. Well, the problem is you'll be zooted, and I'll have a Fiji. <laughs> What's the problem? Good point. I see no problem. You're hydrated. The only problem is you might have to get up and 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 have a squirt mid show. Honestly, that is a problem. I do have to. I, it is a problem for movie watching. But I used to only see when something would come out. That I need to see. I would go to Angelica mm-hmm. solo in the morning on the weekend. See it. Talk about it. Be done with it. But mm-hmm. I, I just don't. I just don't. Um, I don't think there's been anything good to be honest. I mean, and no, there hasn't. Why would there be? I mean, I, if I were a director, I well, would theaters be- have only been open for like a month or something like that. Yeah, for and sure. I think only right now is it open to where we can actually enjoy it. Like go th- come through. Except for now that the the Delta variant has <laughs> has caused a, it, which sounds like a band that's playing Bonnaroo. The only, Bonnaroo, del- the only Delta 3. variant I care about is if they change the boarding rows. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm all set on Delta variant. The boarding rows. <laughs> They're saying we got to wear masks again. The Delta variant is Biscoff or pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got almonds unsalted. We got Biscoff. Yeah, they, I just read right now that they're saying that we should start wearing masks indoors again, even if you've been vaccinated. I would rather get it. <laughs> you'd, you'd rather get the DV. I think it seems like a, a. I mean, if if it is a real and true thing, great. But like, no one, you're not going to convince people to do it. There's you can't. absolutely no way, except like, except people that are dying to put a mask back on. No one you're is going right. to listen to that. No, it's just not going to happen. Even even responsible upstanding citizens who were not anti-mask at yeah, all they're just not gonna do it like me i'm looking at that and i'm like nah bro yeah you can't like I, the- I spent the last week going to fucking home depot whole foods <laughs> i already got it if i'm gonna get equinox, it equinox all this shit with no mask on i ain't 
I'm just not going to go back. That's just all it is. I mean, I think that uh, I can't go. I can't put a mask back on at Equinox. Are you kidding me? No, that's fucking crazy. I mean, that's crazy. The like, salad bar at Whole Foods is open, yeah. by the way. That means that that means COVID's over. That means COVID is over. I did my first steal of a sample yesterday. God bless. Nature is truly healing. Chicken Parmesan bite went down the went wow, down the that's hatch real nice. Twisted. Yeah, it is twisted. When you, you you get the the chicken nuggets, right? And those will sit out on the hot. I don't. Uh, I don't. They'll but. sit out there all, you know. And after they've been out there for the eleventh hour, they'll start to get a little soggy. So they'll they'll squirt a little bit of prego marinara on top, melt some mozzarella, and you What's got the opposite of Buongiorno. That is that, <laughs> that's what I'm the word I'm searching for now. You don't like a nice chicken parmigiano? No, come on, Chris. I mean, I'm sure it's good. I'm, I'm sure it's good. Yeah, it was fucking delicious. But um, I don't think I don't think anyone's gonna. We ain't putting the mask back on, Chief. It ain't happening. But what happens if I mean it they're is- pressuring they're pressuring Biden to, to get rid of the mask mandate for planes for July fourth weekend. Oh really? I might take a flight from Burbank to San Francisco just to not wear one. <laughs> it ain't nothing to drop a couple hundy. Fourth I mean, that's bad. I'm so glad that I'm not flying in the next few weeks. I know. I mean I I'm yeah. fl- I'm flat out. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I mean I would honestly if if scheduling allowed, I would definitely be island hopping in Yeah. But island hopping in Europe. But daddy's got to work, you know. I got to fucking come to Burbank and podcast. So you're a dumbass. I don't live in Burbank. Oh, I'm sorry, Glendale. I apologize. Yeah, I was in the uh, I was in the old sauna yesterday with a fellow Armenian bro, and we were. Just, <laughs> you're not Armenian. <laughs> I am. Na- I am now. Culturally, culturally, I'm an ally to the community. We got smoking cigs in there. You guys sharing a cig and talking about Mercedes parts? We're smoking cigs. No, I can't edit this show. You you can't say this stuff. That's fine. Um, Shout out to all my bros. Of course. And he was saying, you know, like, the worst part about the quarantine was not being able to come into the sauna. Oh, so you basically took your dick, his dick into your hand right then and there. And I was like, my man, speaking my language. And and he, he then quickly went on to a tangent where he was... Letting me know how he knows that COVID is fake. Oh, and I was like, okay. I'm Did you have to Venmo him after for this, or is this, this is a free? He's week? like, bro, bro. I have a big family. I have a hundred eighty people in my family. Holy shit! They're all old aunts, uncles, grandparents, people all over the world. You know, developing countries, first Hold world on. countries. While he's saying this, are you looking at his hog, or is he? No, we had towels. Okay, on. okay. We had okay. towels on. His body was sick though. That's nice. He I, wasn't I tall, but he made up for it in his... He looks sturdy. We'll I say like that. that. That's what you got to do if you're not tall. Just go sturdy. Yeah, he was very sturdy. Not too hairy. How I like him. Nice. And he was just like, I, I, not a single person in my family got sick, died, got anything. Like, they're all old. They all smoke cigarettes. And they all are, they all never wore a mask for anything. And everyone was fine. That's how I know it's bullshit. And I was like, you know what, bro? Fuck! Like, none of that is rooted in any logic or but I sound see how he got there data for whatsoever. I see how he got but there. But that's it. Was sort of like a snapshot of like this is how people yeah, feel, 100%. and that's like that's a strong enough like it's not uh it's not scientifically sound in any way. It's Doesn't just matter. Simply the luck of the draw, and there's obviously too many yeah. variables to really account for any people, of that. Look, people, but it's good th- enough for him. People only care about themselves. So if it didn't, if that's his reality, then that's what he's going to preach into the sauna to this white man. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I mean, I, I, I could knock him because I am a pragmatic 
thinker and but i wasn't about to i was just kind of like don't don't air quote the pragmatic thinking oh i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah that was <laughs> but i was like was you know bro Easter like I, I can't i, I, I can't, can't say shit i like, can't say off. shit i can't argue like that makes a lot of sense to your brain and that's yeah. good enough for you i've heard worse i've definitely i've heard, heard worse. worse i've heard fauci <laughs> so it's you know it's fine i heard a great i heard a great story yesterday quickly if we, mm-hmm. if we have time oh we have time and uh uh, it was basically like a, a moved. So so this guy moved to L.A. and he's like, you know, kind of like a hot jock type. And he's at the he's in the he's in his building's laundry room and he's wearing no shirt, just some shorts. You know, I mean, some flip flops, like doing his laundry. Mm-hmm. And his neighbor comes in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, you know, what's up? They're talking a little bit. You know, what do you do? Oh, I do this. I do that. He's like, oh, I'm a I'm a uh, filmmaker and producer. Of pornographic film. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, laundry room in the apartment building. That's not a place where uh, film producers so hang out. Like, but- he's basically, you should get into massage. And he's like, well, I'm not certified. I can't, you know. And he, he's like, oh no, no, no. I mean, I'd love to, but <laughs> I'm just not certified. <laughs> he was like, oh no, no, it's not that kind of thing, Chief. It's it's more of like a five thousand dollar massage, you know. And he's like, oh no, no. And you know, anyway. Okay. The producer ends up dropping off some of his work at, at, at my friend's <laughs> house to check out. He doesn't see him for a while. Uh-huh. They they reunite in the laundry room like three or four months later, let's say. I don't, I don't know the details there. And he's like, look, I'm going to cut to the chase. Mm-hmm. 5000 to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, no. He's like, all right, 2000 to suck. And he's like. To, for him to suck his dick, two thousand. Don't pay him. I will pay you two thousand dollars to suck your dick. He said. He wow. said. He said. No, I can't do that. And then, and then he said, "All right, five hundred just to see it." Yes. <laughs> oh, these are dealing days. And he didn't do it. This is like the Toyota thon. Didn't do it. Okay, I would. I would do five hundred just to see it. Oh, for sure. But it was just. It was just a really. It was a great story because I was just like. I really didn't know where it was going to go. You know what I mean? And and it was I mean, this guy, this this porn producer has got a lot of walking around money. That's that's well, no small potatoes to I would book. imagine 2 grand you... to let me suck your dick. <laughs> that's a big <laughs> offer. This would... guy must be the hottest, most beautiful man ever. No, I don't think so. I think Jason, I would guess if you're into the, into it, this it, in like the early 2000s if you're into the porn business, you probably have some other businesses maybe that are got cash it. positive. Got it. Um got it. Got HGH it. pornography. <laughs> prostitution drug dealing uh-huh. but it's just a cool story like 500 to see the hog <laughs> i love that i love that I, I love just cutting to the chase of like look chief massage let me level with like, you i want to pay you for sex i want to have <laughs> anal sex with you for five thousand it's cool and it's- there's a lot of people out there who are professional pornography actors and actresses who are like five i was getting 750 yeah yeah 100 percent I mean, I think that that probably happens. And that was being filled. I think that happens a lot. I think it happens a lot more than we realize. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And Unf- it should. Well, unfortunately, I'm, I, but the story did make me feel something because I was like, that's never been offered to me. No, 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 no. You don't got what it takes. I mean, I, you've, I've been offered sex for free. Well, or sure, maybe, yeah. maybe I had to spend a, yes, a small I've been amount of money. <laughs> sex for free for men, too, Jason. That's not really, that's not really cool. But the dollar, I mean, what about for a lady? Would you accept that if you're a single fella and a girl's like, hey, five grand to fuck you? I think almost all men would do that. Yeah. I think almost all men would do that. And that's the difference between men and women. It depends on how much money you got in the Wells Fargo checking at that given moment and also how much of a 
chemistry you have with your I don't with think your it, I don't think it's really like a chemistry vibe. I don't think that was the that's the story. Well, to me, sex is not about looks, Chris. It's about feeling and emotion. Do I click with you on a molecular and celestial that's level? How, that's kind of how you approach life in general. I think that's something you really bring to this podcast that would be lacking without you. That's right, baby. You're an emotional. You, that's how you connect with music. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. Yesterday I called Jason. Drops. I called Jason to talk business yesterday, and this motherfucker's literally listening to some fucking EDM loud enough in the background that I could hear it. I was listening to a tasteful '90s mix of gay house music from Honey Dijon, I, one of my favorite DJs and producers. I was like, Jason, can you? It was kind of mellow. Jason, can bah, you turn bah, down bah, the bah. club music while bah, we're bah, talking bah, about bah. business? Look, I. I'm I'm here working. I got my music playing. I get a phone call when from the Chris. Fo- when the phone rings, you turn the music off. Not you when it's it on, you. You left it on because you thought I was calling on some bullshit. I'm talking to call to talk about the bag. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I thought you're gonna be like, hey, I'm. Do you want to go get a matcha on Wednesday? I thought it was gonna be something like that. I when didn't do know I that ever call you for anything but money? Oh shit. Damn. Exactly. Now I feel like one of your girls. Exactly. When when I call you, you pick up the phone because there's fucking money on the other end. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. You're my UTA. We're a little better than that. We're WME. Okay. We're UTA. UTI. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm more of your UTI. <laughs> UTA. Yeah, I just can't just can't shake this guy. I took a lot of cranberry pills, and this guy is not going away. Uh, even the good ones, too, from Lassen's. <laughs> Still can't shake him. These are organic cranberry oh. pills. What the fuck? Not cheap. All right, Chris. Well, that's it. We got a pod. Great podcast today, Jason. Great to see you in Glendale. Let's go hit the courts for a little midday spits. Yeah, we're trying to go hit some fucking balls. We're trying to hit some balls. Um, any announcements? No, not really. No, nah, I got nothing for you, dumbass. All right, thank you guys for listening. We love you, Bye, and guys. we will thank be back in a couple days. Bye. Later. Get the picture. Hey, you, the muscles and the 